So once you understand this connection between the volume and the way that volume causes a natural pulling of tissue upwards, because when you inflate something, the, the ligament naturally wants to stand up straight, you can explain to your patients why volume and lifting are directly connected. Welcome to the Aesthetics Mastery Show. I'm Dr. Tim Pierce. Hi, I'm Miranda Pierce. And today we're bringing it all together. If you didn't catch last week's episode and the one before, watch them. It's all about the superficial and the deep fat pads. And today is about how they mechanically all tie together using the ligaments. It's a really important topic that will really help you in your consultations. So last week, you teased us with a really important claim about the relationship between the ligaments and the fat pads. Yeah, so I made the claim that 80% of aging in terms of what you see is the relationship between fat pads and ligaments. So superficial fat, deep fat pad and ligaments, they are what control the surface of your skin predominantly. And when someone looks five years older, 10 years older, I think it's 80% what's going on with the fat pads. So tell me a bit more, what do you mean by aging in this context? So yes, of course, what I'm not saying is that the reason people age is because of their fat pads. Fat pads are and ligaments are the things that you see. They kind of control the surface of the skin, the relationship, the relative size, the proportions, the way that they are connected to the bone. Those are the fundamental reasons why this face changes shape as you get older. So as and as it changes shape, you reveal some of that anatomy underneath. So if you picture lines and shadows, the shadows are usually the ligaments, the bulges that happen or the repositioning the fat pad are the fat pads changing position. And so that's the main thing that you see. Now, of course, you also see the surface of the skin, which is really important in terms of aging. But the surface of the skin is is just one of those components. It's the top layer. And if you can make it a bit tighter, that obviously helps as well, helps keep the fat pads in the right position. And so it is part of it. And obviously aging also increases kind of the, the amount of pigment on the skin. It might, it might cause uneven pigment. So there are loads of other things that influence aging, but I think the overall shape of a face, a youthful face, is fat pads, ligaments, and then obviously muscles and, and bone also contribute. So you've mentioned skin, you've mentioned the fat pads and ligaments. What else changes as we get older? Well, there are tons of things that change in the face as you get older. So you can you could even look at just just choose anything that you see and it changes as you get older. So even, for example, the color of your hair, that's one signal of your age. The distribution of your hair changes as you get older. You may lose you know, the lateral part of your eyebrows, quite common to be lost as you get older. Um, even the contrast between different parts of your face, so the contrast between your lips and your and your face will change. They, it decreases. So there depend. Doesn't matter what the variable you look you look at is, you will find a way that it changes as you get older. Uh, and obviously, we're trying to simplify it so we've got an operating model so we know how to actually consult and treat people. But everything changes. Every every chemical in your in your bones in your skin changes in its relative proportion. You know, cell turnover is it changes as you get older. So I'm not trying to reduce the whole of aging down to fat pads and ligaments, but in terms of understanding the physical, this is this is the key, I think, to understanding it. So tell me about the ligaments, what's going on with them? So the, the fundamental principle of a ligament is that it's the thing that attaches the surface of the skin to a deep underlying structure, the deep fascia, which can be just above the bone or in some cases is, is on a muscle. So it's what holds the skin in place from the foundational structure. So you can think of ligaments a little bit like trees. They have their roots in a solid structure, which is either the deep fascia or the periosteum. And then they, their trunk essentially passes up until it crosses the smas. Above the smas, you have the retinacular cutis. And this is where the branches and the leaves integrate into that top layer 
which you could think of as the air. The analogy is falling apart, but you understand that general structure, which is deep and solid is where the roots are with a thin segment that then branches out and causes um, stability in the top layer thanks to all of those layers being connected through the ligament. So when you understand that, you'll understand much more how the volume that supports those structures makes a big difference. When you say volume? Yeah, so the, the fat pads that we're going to go into some detail about, the deep and the superficial fat pads, encase that ligament and they provide support to the skin. Now I'm going to show you an analogy to really make this clear, but there's a mechanical relationship between the fat pad and the ligament that's really important in terms of lifting. So I've got a great analogy which I've been excited to show you. So um, have a look at this. So here's a simple model of how you can imagine the skin, the ligaments and the fat working together in youth. So we can start by placing these little sticks which represent the ligaments. They run, as you know, from the periosteum, from the deep layer, through the deep fat, and then they reach the next layer which is the smas. On top of the smas you have the superficial layer and the ligaments keep running through that and in some cases insert into the dermis. So that's your top layer. So you can think of the skin as having these two fat compartments. Now in this example you can see there's loads of movement. This, this is the skin um, in a much older person where there's very little support. If you imagine placing volume underneath there, which I'll represent with these balloons, we now have a much more stable structure. It simply just does not want to lean as much because of these fat pads supporting that. Now you can imagine what will happen with age as we decrease the volume of these fat pads. So if I just let the air out, As you can see, that deflation means that there's a natural descent because when you reinflate it, because the ligaments are so firmly attached, the natural position is to, is to pull up. They, have, they stand up straight, which means the skin is also pulled back into place. So volume and lifting are, are linked through the ligaments. So, so once you understand this connection between the volume and the way that volume causes a natural pulling of tissue upwards, because when you inflate something, the, the ligament naturally wants to stand up straight, you can explain to your patients why volume and lifting are directly connected. And you will see this if you look for it. If you do a cheek treatment and you replace volume, you will see jowls improve. You've got to look for it, but it's there. It's a lifting capability of dermal fillers. And that's how it works, through, through the ligaments. So what happens when the balloon deflates, but the ligaments are still strong? Well, that, this is what I think we're all seeing in an aging face, which is the deflation causes tissue descent, but the ligaments don't let go. They're still attached to the skin. So as the tissue descends, because you're losing volume, what you see are the shadows caused by the ligaments holding onto the skin. So you tend to have the three first ones you see are tear trough, nasolabial and medolabial fold. And that's because the tissue above is falling where there isn't an attachment and where there is an attachment, it's holding on and that's where you get the shadow. So where are these ligaments? So to understand the ligaments, you've got to understand firstly, what is the function of your face? There are, there are basically two, arguably three functions of your face, but the third one's quite philosophical. So the first function of your face is to eat. So the muscles of mastication that run from your master, which runs all the way to the zygoma, and then you've got your superficial temporalis muscle and many other muscles that are involved with chewing that all basically 
cause a strong rigid structure at the side that we need for being for stable mastication basically because you're stabilizing that whole structure while you're chewing that's what the lateral part of your face is for there's many more skin attachments there and um, the ligaments are much stronger and there's much less movement here than there is in the middle part of your face the middle part of your face is what we're doing right now it's for communication and, and a sensory component as well but you need a lot more movement here to express yourself and that movement is very important for humans in terms of communication. So we have um, many more places where there is movement facilitated by areas where the skin is not attached to the bone. But those are also the same areas that shift as you get older and cause the signs of aging. Okay. Okay. What's the third philosophical okay. reason? Well, the third philosophical reason is that your I, I believe that your appearance is a, is a social tool that enables you to access the power of society. So the people around you treat you according to how you look. I believe that's why humans are driven to maintain their appearance because whether we say it's for ourselves or not, um, that's the, that's what most people will experience is you want to, you want, you feel better when you look better. But the real reason is that it's a survival skill. So it's a, it's a mechanism by which you can better tap into the power of the society around you because um, they pay more attention or respect you more, whatever it is. This is what drives humans to control their appearance. So it's really important, first of all, not to get too focused on individual ligaments first, but to picture the distribution of the ligaments, because that really helps your understanding a lot more. Um, if you actually look at the distribution of the ligaments, most of them fall on an angle between the lateral and the anterior face. And this is the the change in the function of the face is, is overlaid by the anatomy. So as you move from being focused more on communication to focus more on mastication, that's where the line of ligaments is. So they are almost forming that boundary. So if you actually have a look at this line of ligaments, it starts really with the superior temporal septum. You then have the orbicularis oculi retaining ligament, and the, in particular the lateral orbital thickening, which falls on this line. You have the zygomatic cutaneous ligament. By far the strongest aspect of that is right on the angle of the zygoma on this line. Following on underneath that, along the master, you have the upper masteric cutaneous ligaments and then the mandibular septum beneath that. And onwards, finally, to meet with the mandibular cutaneous ligament. So this is the line of ligaments that holds the anterior face in place. So what's the biggest thing we need to know about the ligaments and the fat pads? Well, I hope those of you who've watched this have got a much clearer idea of the mechanism by which these structures work together. Because for me, um, in terms of growing your map of how things really work in terms of aging, it, it, there's a stage where you're learning things in components and then there's a stage where it all comes, to go, comes together as a system. So I hope that people can see that those superficial and deep fat pads, along with the SMAS, along with the dermis, along with the uh, ligaments that then hold all those to the skin, are all basically working as a unit. And all of them basically work together to, to form the signs of aging, which we're usually trying to treat with injectables. So as soon as you have that clear picture and you can start to articulate it to your patients, you, it's going to affect both how your consultations go, but also it's going to affect how your treatment design goes, because you're going to be thinking about those principles rather than just a shadow that you can't explain. You should know now why those shadows are there. So please drop your questions in the comments below if you've got insights or opinions on this as well. We love to hear them. So uh, let us know in the comments. And Tim's created a beautiful anatomy poster which has the deep fat pads and the ligaments together. So if you'd like to access that, the link is in the description below. Take care. Thanks for watching.